Kilroy. Hello, Jafar. Dennis. Make sure to tweet out that we're here. Make sure to tweet out that you're here. Hi, Kelly. How are you doing? Great, great. All right. Thanks, everybody. Welcome to our next episode, our current episode of NFTs for Good. So we have it slightly at a different time, but... Um, we're excited to have our guest on, Alexi, um, to talk about what he is building over at Cleoverse. So a little bit about NFTs for good. We are a weekly Twitter spaces that's all about highlighting the builders and founders in the NFT, DeFi, Web3, crypto space. And we do this at least once every week. And you can check out the schedule on our website, www.bluestudios.io backslash NFTs dash for dash good. And we know there are tons of stories that always come out that talk about the negative aspects of the Web3 space. And we believe that if we keep talking about the positive aspects of the space and about how the people behind these projects and companies are trying to make the world a better place by building utility with Web3 technology, we can truly elevate the conversation. So with this show and subsequent shows that we do, we'll continue to highlight the people and founders that also include a utility and social good component in what they're building. And we hope two things can happen from this conversation. One, we hope you get to connect with another founder and hear their courageous journey of going from idea to building in public. And we hope that you are inspired by their stories and know there are some really good people out here building this new internet. So you can check out our upcoming shows and sign up for updates at www.bluestudios.io backslash NFTs dash for dash good. And quick disclaimer, um, all opinions of guests or hosts may not reflect the views of Blue Studios or its hosts. This Twitter space is for informational purposes only. Also, none of the opinions of the show by the host or panelists can be considered investment advice. Please do your own research, be safe, and make sure you talk to any security and investment advisors for more information on how NFTs and crypto fit into your collectible or ownership portfolio. 
Just a quick thing is that this show is being recorded so that we can have it on our website and other places to promote future shows. Um, we also have past episodes live on all the major podcasting platforms. Make sure to check them out on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Um, quickly, really quickly about me. I'm Kelly. I'm founder of Blue Studios. I am a third-gen entrepreneur on both sides of my family. So I truly believe in the power of families working together. And that's also why we built a community around education, family, and Web3. Um, we really believe in redefining what families can do together. And our mission is to pioneer how families invest, plan, and earn together with technology that's accessible to everyone. Um, also, a big part of what we do is coming up with an innovative approach to educating and inspiring families to learn together, but also to onboard more families in a safe way to Web3. Super happy to be here today. And a big reason why it was so important for us to do this show is, again, to continue to highlight in the stories behind um, and people behind this Web3 movement. Um, Web3 is fast paced. It's 24-7. And we've had to work harder and faster than we've ever before. But it's also nice to slow things down and have great conversations and dig deep with amazing guests like we have today with Alexi. Um, and I know we'll dig into your origin story a little bit more, but just a quick intro um, to the guests and then we'll, we'll dive into the interview. Thank you, Kelly. It's, uh, it's great to be here and great to catch up after, after a long time. And, uh, and thanks for adjusting the schedules. I'm calling from Helsinki, Finland. So it's uh, a bit different time zone than probably many of the listeners are in, but uh, I appreciate, appreciate the flexibility. But yeah, I'm a co-founder and CEO of Clearverse. I've uh, been building this approximately a year now. Uh, before that, used to uh, first run a leading accelerator here domestically and then work for a European venture capital firm for a for a couple of years as the, as the first employee before diving deeper then into Web3 uh, in the beautiful year of 2021 and studying Clearverse then uh, last year's summer. Awesome. So yeah, let's uh, start with your origin story. Um, so tell us a little bit how you got started in Web3 um, and what moved you from, hey, I'm really fascinated by this space um, to, hey, I'm dedicating myself 24-7 to, to building this and making it happen? Uh, that's uh, such, a, such a great question. So uh, I think that I first encountered Web3 in, in the 2017 bull run, but uh, very unfortunately, I was so-called too busy then and uh, I didn't really dive deep into what this Bitcoin thing and uh, ICOs and whatever are. And, uh, and then... Missed that that run quite quite completely, and then uh, after the pandemic then hit uh, two and a half years ago, uh, of course uh, having working in in VC back in the days, of course my job was to find and understand new emerging technologies, and it was quite clear quite immediately that now the blockchains are coming again, and I finally then decided that now I need to really solve what, what those blockchains are because I somehow then didn't do that then back in back in 2017, 2018. And uh, I guess for me, ever since I, I read the Ethereum white paper somewhere around the fall 2020, I guess that's been a one-way road uh, ever since. So I think it just uh, immediately clicked to me. And so it all made, made so much sense that, hey, obviously this is, 
this is going to be something that's going to be big in the future. I mean, this is not just a trend or not just uh, something that will go by, but fundamentally different and better way of building, um, well, building companies, building products, building organizations, building even economies or ecosystems. And, uh, and obviously then ever since, I guess, uh, well, I was anyway planning to, uh, considering to, to jump on the other side of the table and build my own company. So I guess it was a natural time then to, to start thinking about new business ideas. And uh, obviously future of work was probably something that everybody was thinking about during COVID. But I think that personally, I've been thinking about it quite uh, deeply for, for a long time. I mean, being here in Finland, but willing to build a global career while, of course, um, staying here with my family and then where my relatives and, and uh, good friends are. And then thinking about how to enable global collaboration in the best possible way. And, of course, talent signaling in a really, you know, so to distribute the opportunities in an equal manner. I think it's uh, currently far from where it should be. And definitely that then spurred up in, in starting to build Cleavers uh, in the summer of 2021. Awesome. Awesome. And then also before we delve in, um, just to level set with the audience, um, what would you say are the major problems in the current status quo of the job seeking market? Um, and then how do you define Cleoverse's Clio mission to solve this? I mean, if I, you know, somebody asks you, what, what do you do? And, uh, most likely your answer contains a couple of brand names. They probably are if you have studied somewhere that, that can be included. If you have had an employer before, that could be included. But uh, fundamentally, my previous job as a CVC, my current job as an entrepreneur, when I'm hiring, I mean, I'm not interested in the name of your previous employer. I am interested in what you as a person, what you have done, what you can build and ship and deliver and that's essentially obviously what will matter when if, if you would work for clearers i mean then you need to you need to build and you need to ship and uh i just didn't feel that um well before blockchains i understand why there is no verifiable way of showcasing what you actually have done because this ledger that we had in the chain it, it didn't exist but it's still even today of even in web free hiring i feel that it's so much, you know, about the previous data driven signals that might signal um, or try to signal um, what you actually can do based on statuses, networks, past looking things like, or and bad proxies. Like, you know, if you've been in Harvard, of course, the approximation is that you might be intelligent, but but does it really tell it? And is it really the most efficient and best way to evaluate whether you would be a good developer in our context? And I do believe that with uh, blockchain-based credentials, we can do it much more uh, accurately and fundamentally better in a fairer way, in an equal manner to everybody who is who's building in Web3. So essentially in Clevers, uh, we are on a journey of revolutionizing talent measurement signaling and discovery on the web. And the idea is definitely to enable all web free professionals starting from devs, but definitely expanding from there to build their on chain resumes based on uh, credentials that you can earn from your previous project history and 
open source contributions so that essentially then you could be able to showcase in your own pro- uh, portfolio when you are applying for a job, for example, or looking for partners, etc. What are the things that you actually verifiably have done and what you have shipped and delivered? And I hope that this could be the step of even anonymous uh, opportunity distribution leading us to more equal world in which the only thing that actually matters is what you can deliver. And, and that's the only thing that we measure. No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I definitely do think there's, um, you know, obviously nothing is perfect, but, you know, the traditional resume and just kind of, like you said, signaling that, okay, you worked at X big company or X hot startup, that, that means that you'll do well here. And, you know, talent can thrive in one place really well and then go to a completely different environment and not do well and, and vice versa. Like you could have not done, you know, been very good at your last job, but you go to a new company, it's a different environment, different team, and you just thrive. And so I think like what you're trying to solve for is is really um, interesting and um, would definitely help people find the right place for them to thrive. Because I think that's more what when you think about like placing people, it should more be about like, hey, are they going to do really well here? Are they going to thrive? Are they going to feel like they belong in this place and like put their best foot forward? Um, and that's what you should really be searching for, like when you're trying to add people to a team. Absolutely. And uh, and of course, then if we go even, even broader, I mean, of course, we know that there is... Uh, I mean, the world is definitely far from perfect when it comes to hiring from different minorities or how the opportunities are spread across uh, geographical locations and, of course, genders and races and et cetera, et cetera. And I do feel that the only way that we can truly solve all these inequalities that still exist is just to fundamentally you know, revolutionize the way how we measure because as long as the measurement is more or less the same than we use today, then all these, um, you know, frameworks that are leading us to, to bad decisions, they still still can exist and they, all these biases, they won't be removed. But uh, but if we can actually fundamentally, you know, change the framework that we use for measuring and uh, in a verifiable manner use only performance for measuring, I think that that's the only way to actually build a, more uh, equal and, and fair future in, in the professional world. Excellent, excellent. So um, how does, uh, another question I had is, how does Cleoverse differ from traditional job search practices of Web3, Web2 and skill-based talent platforms that have been built today? I mean, of course, there is um, great solutions out there, out there already, but I think that um, what's important to outline is that we are um, not trying to become uh, another trusted third party. I mean, we are not providing education as such, or we are not giving stamps of approval that a hey, person X or person Y would be a great talent in such a you know field because they did X Y Z, um, and we are not you know trying to replace, for example, universities etc. In, in such a way, we just want to ensure that your previous work and also your open source contributions that you know we can understand for example based on what's in github uh that all this data would be stored and 
quantified and verified on the chain and you know build uh, in highly actionable and uh, reliable manner and showcase it in a way that that can be direct leverage in, in the solid job search so essentially i mean no matter who would be uh, the one who evaluates developers for example if you're hiring devs you could easily see in their profiles that they are for example highly competent in, in solid dev and then maybe uh, intermediate in rust and uh, then when you dig deeper you can see which achievements are, are behind this course and uh, you can uh, rely on the system that this is uh non-transferable nft so they must be the person or they must be achieved by the person that you are looking for and uh, essentially make it directly the evaluation directly targets it to their skills and their previous achievements that are then stored on chain and that can be leveraged in, in multiple ways to you know calculate scores and other measures that makes it easy and efficient to evaluate people based on their previous contributions, even though you would be a non-technical person. Awesome. So how for, so if you're a candidate um, and you're looking for a role, um, how can a candidate expect to interface on Cleoverse? Um, and then also how do DAOs and people who are looking for talent connect with a potential candidate? Right. So, of course, I mean, the platform itself, it's uh, already live. It's been live for, for half a year already. And you can go to check it out at cleavers.com if, if you want to. But uh, as any individual, actually, whether you are representing yourself or you're representing a certain organization, you start by logging in with your Ethereum wallet, typically MetaMask. And uh, of course, that enables that all the assets that you store on this wallet. Uh, they can be the leverage uh, when you are building your your own resume. So essentially, as a user, we walk you through a simple onboarding uh, in which you can easily fill in the the most important achievements, showcase the um, on and off chain um, achievements, uh, the most important things that you have, and then link them. If you have on chain um, record attached to them, of course, link them to those. But if you don't, uh, we know that, of course, all data is not on the chain yet, then you can link uh, achievements to your off-chain uh, off-chain records that can be then traced back with with a link from somewhere, and then based on this uh, onboarding, you have created yourself a profile. Uh, you can go to um, to our page to mint uh, the badges that you are um, entitled to. The interface easily tells you which which uh, badges you can mint, and then walks you through the simple minting process once you have connected your GitHub. Uh, to our profile and then of course once you have the profile in place you can start uh, applying for a job I mean the platform is um, still rather simple in its um, functionality of course um, we are still very early days but uh, but it's easy to browse to through jobs there are also a number of bounties listed in there but plenty of working opportunities that you can easily sort and filter and send applications and then find your find your next opportunities in a sense uh, in the organizational perspective, I mean, we obviously support creating an organizational profile, uh, inviting your, um, you know, teammates to collaborate with you, post both jobs and bounties very easily and create, of course, the organizational profile that helps you showcase whether you are a DAO, Web3 startup or some other organization building a Web3 
uh, showcase the most important things of your of your organization, descriptions, uh, social media links, etc., and then share it to our community uh, of more than twenty thousand builders already and rapidly growing. So give you some good exposure and of course then post opportunities for free to our community if, if that's what you wish. Very cool, very cool. And, and you know, I think there are a lot of people here um, who have been, you know, thinking about getting into Web3. So what, like, actually as a, for a career or to career switch from Web2 to Web3, um, what is the biggest misconception that people have about Web3 jobs that you've seen um, in regards to the skills needed in the Web3 space and the different types of career opportunities? I think something that uh, always comes up is that, you know, what if I'm not a developer or, you know, if I'm not a technical person, is there is there anything for me? Um, I, mean, I mean, obviously what we've been doing, talking about Clivers right now, also our first solution is for devs, but as said, we definitely want to expand to many other people and there definitely is a lot of different jobs also besides technical roles. I mean, obviously, um, you know, since we are building tech and all the projects are quite early, there might be a, a bit of over-indexing in, in devs uh, compared to other roles, but I'm, I'm convinced that also going forward, we will need more and more other types of talent. And obviously we can easily see that, for example, community people, uh, any marketing people, operations, product, et cetera, design, um, there's a lot of need of already right now. Then obviously, if you go completely outside of Web3 and crypto, you might have a, a perception that Web3 is a lot of finance, or so you would always be playing around with tokens, and you might also think that, you know, that might be a bit sketchy if you have tokens or NFTs or, or whatever. And uh, I think, you know, for example, this podcast show obviously is, is a great example of telling people that NFT, at least to me, it's it's more about uh, technology and uh way of star information on the chain it's it's not a financial instrument per se and it can be but it definitely is, is much more than that and even though you are working with web3 it doesn't mean that you would work with finance or you would work with any financial products so you would necessarily even understand finance i mean even i don't really understand all DeFi jargon even though i've been working in both in finance and tech throughout my whole career so even though you would feel uncomfortable with DeFi lingo, it doesn't mean that you wouldn't find work in Web3. But but then eventually, I mean, what's, what's good in Web3, obviously, is that, um, you know, all the communities are quite open. I mean, literally every project has their own Discord in which you can join and you at least saw a sneak peek, but often you can even see the whole communication of the core team and then participate in what they're doing and of course observe the way that they're building their products and communities further and really I mean just by starting doing if you are still in the previous job maybe during evenings or, or weekends just by putting out content doing tutorials courses depending of course what, what your strength is but uh, ensuring that you are you know the basic concepts, right? I mean, you know what is MetaMask. You have the basic wallet. You have played around with concepts. Uh, you are well integrated in the system and you understand what it means why somebody says GM or Magmi every now and then. And uh, and then just start working. And I'm sure that um, there are multiple opportunities because at the end of the day, 
I think us in Web3, many of us are more looking for, um, you know, what you actually show and how you contribute and how active you are instead of the traditional uh, signals. And of course, we are one solution that's building this future, but even beyond us, I do believe that many projects are fundamentally more interested if you're talking about, let's say, marketing people that you put out constantly great content in Twitter or are very active in Discord and create your own community, create great content, etc. than to see a diploma in some university, for example. So just being active, immerse yourself with the concepts and then just be uh, engaging with the projects and, and then following your interests. I guess that's that's the way to go. Awesome. Awesome. So let's uh let's talk about the cutting edge tech that you're using to build this um blockchain obviously and then what other tech uh, makes cleoverse happen um also what are some of the advantages of this and what are some of the challenges you know that you've you've faced building in this space like you're the chain you're building on why did you choose that chain so figure we could we dig into the you know tech stack and all the the advantages and challenges of building in this space for sure. I mean, obviously now a disclaimer to all listeners that I'm just a commercial guy here. So I, I do my best of surviving. But uh, luckily, we have much more sophisticated people in the team who actually know what, what all this means. But um, but anyway, so we are building essentially on, on Polygon and uh, the proof of talent that we are doing. Fundamentally, it works in a way that uh, we have smart contracts that make attestations. They basically understand whether certain parameters X, Y, Z are true or not uh, in the place that they look input. So today they look from GitHub, let's say that uh, we have a credential that stores your the number of your GitHub stars. So there might be a credential that asks whether you have more than two stars in your GitHub repo. And if that's true, then the smart contract, right? Yes, in attestation registry, in a sense. And based on these attestations, um, then another smart contract enables you to mint yourself an NFT that's non-transferable or so about token. That's probably a cool way to say it nowadays. And um, essentially, it's a you know, picture that is stored in your wallet that you own that verifies with that uh, you really have done what it shows and tells that you've done. So you have, let's say, more than two stars in one GitHub repo that you've, you've created. And essentially, um, this all happens with blockchain. So we can, because it's immutable, uh, you can, if you see the, then this uh, NFT, you can, based on this picture, you can rely that the attestation has been made. Uh, you can, of course, review the contracts by yourself if you want to so that uh, you can see how the attestation actually is done and you can rely that, hey, these parameters have been checked. They are true. This NFT cannot be transferred. So it must be this specific person that has done this task. In this case, building a repo that has at least two stars. And that's how the verification with, with blockchain, blockchain happens. But obviously, um, you know, with blockchain and with any early stage technology, there are also challenges. And of course, for us, um, well, I mean, we decided to build a polygon because we need to understand what happens on Ethereum. It's the most important chain. But then at the same time, since we are in the EVM compatible world, obviously um, there are multiple chains that we don't support yet. We hope to support, let's say, Solana, Nier, et cetera, in 
sometimes in the future, but that's uh, yet to become. Um, of course, then there is a broad discussion. What is the proper identity and reputation methods uh, in the web? And then, for example, verifiable credentials versus uh, solvable tokens versus maybe some other methods that I think, for example, attestations could be. And uh, we can dive deep into, into that discussion also. But essentially, the decisions that we've done by going with attestations and solvable tokens means that if you mint the token, it is basically existing forever in your wallet and it is by default public. So anyone can then review that from your wallet and obviously you can decide not to showcase it in UIs, like for example, ours. But anyway, you, you know, a talented user can always trace it from, from the blockchain. And, uh, and that publicity is obviously something that comes up with the current technology. And, uh, and then of course, what's uh, what can be challenging or not is that if we talk about mass market, uh, even though their credentials as such are free, um, you need to have some magic tokens to um, pay for the gas. I mean, it's only fractions of dollars or something like that, but uh, but still you need to have them, you need to have the wallet and you need to have the tokens. And of course, all these frictions that are not in, in your traditional um, uh, solution. So of course, I think that we will see plenty of innovation related to that, but, uh, but definitely there is still many drawbacks from, from the early stage technology. But, uh, but definitely we believe that the verifiability um, and the immutability and then also actually the publicity that the blockchain and Silva token method provides us are such big pluses and advantages that, that they really enable us to build something that hasn't been seen before. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Amazing. So I also, we're about through the halfway mark. So want to just uh, give everybody a heads up that if you have a question for Alexi, please start thinking through your questions and come up to the stage um, and request to speak. Um, if you're a little bit uh, microphone shy, no worries. Just DM me or you can, you know, tweet, um, send a message at the bottom underneath this, um, on the bottom right hand corner, there's a little, uh, what is it called, little chat bubble. You can also click on that and um, ask your question there and I will read it aloud. Um, also, uh, I know a lot of folks are here uh, for the giveaway as well. So make sure to stay until the end and then we'll have directions on how you can claim your one oat token um, to commemorate your participation in this event. And, and we want to thank Lexi and Cleovers for um, offering the giveaway uh, for this session. So we really, we really appreciate you uh, putting that together um, and engaging our audience in that way. Um, so yeah, um, I have a question while we're, we're thinking through, while folks are kind of thinking through their questions to ask you. Um, what can we as builders and also community members in the space uh, do, to, do to bring more utility and mainstream adoption to Web3? Well, I think that um, actually the first question is answered to the second also. I mean, once we bring more utility, we can bring also more mainstream adoption. Of course, there is other hurdles also, but I think that one of the big things that is still pushing back is the fact that, you know, 
uh, arguably there in Web3, there are many solutions looking for problems. And also there are, um, well, many solutions that are, well, maybe not you meant or, uh, you know, interesting for mass markets. Referring again, for example, DeFi, I mean, sorry if there is some DeFi maxi in the audience. I've just never... I understand why it's super important, but at least the current DeFi solutions that might be quite closely related to trading, etc., they probably are not something that the mass market is interesting to, in using, and that's that's completely okay. But then, of course, um, building the solutions that bring incredible utility to the uh, to the mass markets, and also in a way that you. You can gain this utility without even thinking that, hey, now I want to use this cool web free app and then gain utility from there. But literally, I mean, any app, I mean, your average user is not interested in which tech tech stack they're using. They are interested about solving a problem and you need to just solve this problem so much better with these products than than with any other th- any other way. That's that's the only way how, how we can bring users in the first place and definitely the mass markets. We just need to be so much better than, than any other solution that are out there and clearly educate the users to understand that. But of course, you know, thoughts that we can dive deep if you want to are, of, of course, you know, how we could build a world in which you don't need to worry about the gas fees, how we can build a world in which you don't need to worry about in which chain you are operating in. I mean, in which um, operating, you know, sending money, with crypto is as easy as it is to send with Venmo today uh, any regular cash, for example, or, or in Revolut, you can easily swap between USD and Euro, for example. So you could easily swap them to ETH or Bitcoin, for example, in addition. And it should be to the user as frictionless as, as it is today with these current products. And I guess that's the that's the way, the only way to actually bring the masses to the to the web free. Awesome. And um, Kill, well, let's see who we'll have. We'll have Kilroy come to the stage first and ask the first question. Hello, Kelly. Uh, uh, nice day here. Uh, uh, and uh, hi to our uh, guest, uh, Alexi. Uh, here's my question. Uh, we know uh, with regards to uh, blockchain side of things uh it's uh it's uh transparent so my 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 question is uh on the web side of things with regards to user profiles uh how is the data handled in terms of privacy thank you very much Um, if you're referring to, to our solution as such, um, I mean, as quickly quickly mentioned, um, the tokens that the credentials that you can create with with Clearverse, um, they are uh, public per se. So so they are so by tokens or NFTs, and they are public in the blockchain, like basically any other data is public in the blockchain. And uh, of course, you might require a bit of technical. Uh, understanding to read it if you decide to not show it in our UI, but eventually the data is, is public. It is secure though. I mean, uh, as long as the blockchain technology works in which I have full faith in, uh, then it is secure. But but then 
the data related to credentials, it, it's by default public. And we believe that actually in order to discuss about anonymous professional reputation, we need to, or as an employer, you need to be able to trust that there is the full history. There is kind of the proof of negative signals that or lack of negative signals in a sense that you need, you can rely that there is the whole history and there is not anything that the person is hiding and that's the way to build reputation or uh, rely people in anonymous world. But then of course, when it comes to, I mean, we store only very little uh, personal data by ourselves, but I mean, we are a European based company. So obviously we uh, adhere all the regulations here and uh, and store everything according to the best principles in, in, in security when it comes to platform and the certain bits of uh, let's say Web2 data or traditional data that's, uh, that, that we handle in our product. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, that, uh, that explains a lot and, uh, and uh, the, the purpose of the project and uh, looking forward to uh, g- getting more information about this. Thank you very much, Alexi. Thank you, Kilroy. All right, next up we have Antonio. Come to the stage. Sure. Thanks so much, Kelly and uh, Alexi, for um, doing this. I always get excited to to learn from you all, um, specifically those who are doing good and building um, good things in the Web3 space. Um, I was laughing when you said you're the commercial guy, Alexi, that um, you're dropping a lot of information that um, I find to be uh, extremely valuable as a participant. Uh, in the Web3 space. So, so thanks again, man. Don't, don't, uh, don't feel the need to be so humble. Uh, I think, I think uh, what you're sharing is excellent. Um, so uh, I do have a question, um, and, and this is more so based on your vantage point, um, because I'm sure you're able to observe um, the trends and some unique insights from the talent side and um, from companies who are looking for talent. So um, as we know, over the last year or so, we've experienced some shifts in the market. And I'm curious to know if you noticed some not so known trends, um, some things that you were able to kind of observe um, from operating Cleoverse, um, like if there are specific DAOs or Web3 companies that are hiring for specific roles six months ago compared to now, uh, what those roles might be, or if there's been any differences there um, or even if there's like geographic areas that appears to be um, or, or have more talent using Cleoverse as opposed to um, another geographic area. So I was just wanting to know if you've just kind of uh, been able to observe any insights that um, people outside of Cleoverse might not know. Would you be able to share some of that with us? Uh, first of all, of course, thank you. Thank you so much for the compliment. I mean, great to hear that. Uh, my small bits of, of insights are are valuable. That's of course um, happy happy to hear that. But uh, but I think that's overall a very good question. And of course, um, well, I mean, of course, it's um, an obvious fact that the market situation has changed. But at the same time, um, obviously there is a good case to be made why this time actually could be different in Web3 than any any other bear market. And uh, I mean, I've been trying to discuss about this quite a lot with with our advisors also had, who have actually seen all the 
build the cycles and then how to how to see this but but i i think that um it can be seen now also in the job market that they're definitely the builders are still building i mean people are not running away from web3 and projects um are not quitting i mean of course it it's important that you have capital and then it's possible that we if the downturn prolongs we will see some companies that might not be uh, able to sustain their operations but at the same time we continuously see still great fundraises we still may see many many great projects building forward and especially those that are actually here for the long term I, i think that this has been a great filter for the projects that are here for the long term because if you ask me which projects are maybe um well at least decreased or vanished even in total i think that well no bad to any nft projects but i'm not necessarily the biggest fan of all the nft projects that were out there um late last year early this year and i think those quick cash projects they have mostly vanished they've seen very hard time and instead many there is definitely a lot of um infrastructure projects there are many projects that are building for the long term there are for example in the identity reputation space i think that there is actually yesterday shared a, a in my opinion very interesting tweet there is like 30 to 40 projects that are in my opinion very high quality that i think are all still definitely out there building hiring looking for great talent to build for the for the long term future and that's definitely something something what's happening there may be something that could be interesting um especially if the if the audience is mostly from the from the United States it feels that uh to me i mean looking things outside of us uh, from from europe it seems that us is obviously the mostly advanced geography when it comes to web3 but uh but asia is is very advanced uh, maybe there is a bit different uh you know strengths across the geography so i feel it especially when it comes to gaming and nfts and metaverse and those things asia is incredibly strong and there is also very strong communities out there i mean we've seen a lot of graphic users actually from china southeast asia but also india is obviously a very big market and, and growing rapidly at the same time um we do see a lot of um audience coming from africa maybe mostly nigeria but also in certain east african places like kenya those countries that are definitely there's a lot of people who are looking for new technologies that are very excited about web3 and crypto actually as 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 a concept because i mean us who come from regions with stable currencies and financial policies we might forget that that's not the case for everybody and uh and in africa i think that there are strong sub communities that are really embracing this and then even further continuing to build uh great projects and of course join join this and looking actively for jobs and then maybe a bit to my pity europe is then lagging again i feel that europe is many times it's lagging but unfortunately i feel it's it's still is i'm obviously rooting here from europe but uh, for europe but uh but definitely i see i feel that uh, if you want to look for specific regions where the where the projects could come i think that uh, southeast asia also of course china definitely india and also nigeria and multiple other african countries are something you really should uh, pay attention to in the long term wow wow interesting yeah thanks for that and and i do agree to um 
that that the, the markets have kind of been a filter of sorts. And that's really interesting um, of some of the insights that you were able to share about um, the different geographies that are using Cleoverse and the specific sectors that um, kind of coincide with them. So thanks for that. That's great. Awesome. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Awesome. All right. So um, also, I think um, would love to hear your thoughts, Alexi, on kind of the broader role of blockchain, crypto, NFTs, Web3, however you want to define it, and their impact. You know, where would you like to see the space go? I actually think that um, those might be a bit, bit different concepts, but I'd, maybe to my or the way I, I think about it is that crypto maybe relates mostly to you know fiscal policies and, and monetary policies and, and what we think about when we talk about reserve currencies and, and all those things and uh, while they are deeply interesting I don't claim to be any expert in them but I definitely do believe that and I hope that stable coins would play a bigger role in, in fiscal policies and then crypto obviously would of course, remove many frictions that there still is, especially with international payments. I mean, you don't know how difficult it is to pay from, let's say, Eurozone to US, for example, or let's say India, we have employees in there. So I hope that all these kind of ridiculous frictions would be removed. But of, of course, also when it comes to current inflationary environment, etc., there is many things that may happen. But then maybe more interestingly to me, I mean, Web3, I can't consider that as the technological movement and then what we currently see with all the projects that are building uh, on top of this, um, you know, re revised, renewed web protocol. And um, I mean, like Blue Studios or, or Cleoverse. And uh, I do believe that essentially we are going into the world in which, you know, there is... Like today, in my opinion, there is no technology companies anymore or no internet companies. I mean, all the companies are obviously on the web. Uh, in the same way, I do believe that in 10 years, if we take a re rerun of this, there will no be no blockchain companies anymore, but every company will be on blockchain. Then, of course, the thing is just how we can build the best possible solutions on top of that. And, and even though it's a cliche that we're still early, I do believe that we are literally... the some of the foundational building blocks are are in place, but at the same time, many of them are yet to be built. And um, for example, the identity reputation space that I, I referred quickly to and where we are also operating in, I do believe that we will see a lot of different uh, solutions and innovations on top of the foundation of building blocks that are currently being built. And then by being able to actually build yourself a verifiable, transferable, and interoperable reputation on the web, I think, that can have so profound um, profound effects and influence on how we leverage technological products and all these services, communication methods, I mean, social media, everything that we use every day. And uh, I think that there are many things that, that we definitely can yet, um, you know, even imagine that will be built based on these building blocks that are created here right now. And then I fundamentally am an optimist and I do believe that uh, we will see a world in which, um, I mean, fundamentally uh, fairer, more democratic world in which um, hopefully power 
for these solutions are distributed, financial incentives are better distributed, and of course the products just serve fundamentally better uh, every single human being that anyway today uses technological products. So I definitely do believe that if we take a long-term view, all these concepts, they are just driving us for better humanity or building NFTs for good. So that's definitely something I, I fundamentally believe in. Awesome. Um, so I always love to ask this question um, and get all the new alpha. So is there new, any new alpha or something that's new on your roadmap that you can tease today? Um, what's coming next for Cleoverse? Well, yeah, I see that um, somebody has pinned our uh, testnet um, launch tweet from three weeks ago here on the, uh, on the spaces. So that's Definitely. I mean, everything we've been discussing here related to proof of talent, that's the main thing that we're building right now. Um, as, as you can see, there is, um, well, a testnet phase in Gurley testnet. It was launched three weeks ago. It is ongoing and we are quite happy with the results that we've seen thus far. There are definitely a uh, new set of different credentials that you can mint if you're a developer coming up. Um, I do believe that happens tomorrow or just early next week, but, uh, Definitely what, what is the big thing now, what we are preparing for is, is the mainnet launch. And uh, well, I will not um, set the date for it right now. You will need to follow us in Twitter to know more, I guess. But uh, but I can promise you that the mainnet is, is, is very close. It will be shipped to Polygon mainnet. Um, I hope that it happens during October, but definitely still during this year. And I, of course, hope that you will... Um, stay in touch and uh, you will play around with credentials. You will test out with our skill scores that map different achievements to your uh, skill NFT. And in that way can show if you are in certain levels, for example, as a solidity dev that's coming up also very soon. So there is a whole bunch of things coming up with proof of talent now during the next days and next weeks, and then the main that launch soon enough, which will be a big, big event. So definitely, I'd love to see everybody here, you know, staying tuned and, of course, uh, leveraging uh, our profiles and proof of talent to build a professional identity on the web. Super exciting. And really, congrats on getting that chip to test set. That is a huge accomplishment. So I know that was not an easy feat. And so we'll be we'll be looking out for um, Cleoverse on mainnet. So that's awesome. And then finally, um, I always love to kind of wrap things up with an ask. How can the audience uh, support you? I mean, we are always looking for people who are yeah, you know, willing to engage with our product, test it out. I mean, if there is, I say we are very early stages, right? Um, proof of talent is in testnet and the platform is only six months old. We plan to improve it, of course, every week, but uh if there is any feedback that you you find by using our product, anything that you'd like to see in your professional uh, outlook of Web3, I'm more than happy to hear. My DMs are always open and, and, you know, in our Discord, I'm very easy to reach. But of course, I mean, just following us in Twitter, joining our Discord, the link is in our Twitter profile. Those are, of course, uh, highly supporting uh, actions always. I mean, we highly appreciate everyone who wants to join our community and journey in such a way. And in our community, there is... Uh, we post many tasks every now and then we have a moderator and ambassador programs uh, up and running, etc. If there is people who want to contribute to Clearers by themselves. So that's 
that's obviously possible and more information can be found from from our discord about that awesome so definitely make sure to check out cleoverse um i have them up in the title so you can follow them and obviously alexi's right here so you can follow him and stay up to date with all things relevant um I definitely love this on-chain resume. I think it's definitely a game changer. And so I think it will definitely revolutionize the way that people are able to, you know, find a career that, that suits them the best and, and show their work and show the skills that they've been able to build over the years, which I think is so, so important. Um, so I know a lot of folks here joined today um, to tune in and also to be a part of our um, giveaway. Um, so up in the top of the spaces, I just pinned the directions for how you can go ahead and claim your one oat token to commemorate your participation in this event and also in uh, learning uh, shared. So on our latest tweet, as you can see above, is a link to earn and claim. Thanks to um, thanks to Alexi and Cleoverse. Thank you again. You'll see brief you'll see briefly there are four steps that you have to do not immediately just within the next two hours um so just make sure to follow blue studios follow cleoverse and create a cleoverse profile and you will receive your token um so again um i will hold i will hold open the spaces for a little bit just so everybody can go ahead and find that tweet that i pinned above and follow the directions. Again, you have two hours to do to make to claim your one oak token, and you will have it forever to commemorate that you participated and learned all about on chain resumes and getting hired in Web three. So, thanks again, um, Alexi, um, for joining. And I will also keep the music on for a minute or two just to give people time uh, to click on the tweet above and follow those directions. So. Again, thanks everybody for joining NFTs for Good. We are a weekly Twitter spaces that's all about highlighting the builders and founders um, in the DeFi, Web3, crypto, NFT space. Um, we do this at least once every week, and you can check out the schedule on our website. You have www.bluestudios.io backslash NFTs dash for good. Um, and so then again, thank you to everybody who tuned in today. We're so excited that you're able to join us and um, learn all about all the latest happenings in the space. And again, know that there are some really great people out here building this new internet. Thanks again, Alexi, for joining. Learn all about mm -hmm. Thank you, Kelly. It was a pleasure. Yes, yes. All right. So again, keeping it on for a little bit just to allow everybody to um, claim their token and get those directions.
Thanks everybody for coming. It's closing it out. And if you have any questions, just DM us at Blue Studios Labs as well. And we'll answer any questions about the giveaway. Thanks again and have a great rest of your day, evening, afternoon, or wherever you're tuning in. Goodbye.